Hey, smart mamas. Welcome to the Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups podcast, a podcast about balancing mom life and work life and everything in between. Being a mama is a hard job. We are three nurse anesthetists reaching out to support and encourage other moms with hectic and chaotic lives. I want to be a nurse anesthetist. No topics are off limits. Relationships, finance, mental health, work. And we aren't sugarcoating anything. No way, old way. This is real life, real moms, real advice. And we want this to be interactive. We want to hear from you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. which group it was about like uh like sugar feeding cancer cells yeah and so yeah it was one of those things that like before everybody knew I couldn't just like tag you in it but like somebody posted something and I was like oh Crystal would like benefit from this knowledge (laughs) so what was I gonna say um sorry chemo brain is like a really real thing like it's like pregnancy brain but worse oh there have been people that have like completely healed their cancer like healed with food yeah. Wow. That's I mean, there's like, I believe it many, many, mm-hmm. many people, but it's like a job in itself to figure out like how to eat. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. not something I can do. I'm not like that knowledgeable on, I'd have to do a lot of research and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, yeah. How are you feeling otherwise? I feel great right now. I'm going back to chemo tomorrow. So that kind of sucks. Like uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of it's good. I feel really good today. Yeah, I went shopping with my mom because nothing fits. I look like a homeless person. Mm-hmm. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, it was fun. I, I always wanted to, I meant to ask you and I didn't get a chance to on our last episode. How did your mom take it? My mom was, she was pretty devastated. Like when we first find out, found out and I was like hysterically crying and she was just like, mm-hmm. I wish this was me. Like, oh, I wish this was me. Um, but she's pretty strong and she like at least acts really strong around me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We were just talking before you hopped on about like, um, adjusting and like Lacey adjusting to work and masks and like double masking and all that and coming home. And we like, you're, you get so tired cause you're breathing your own CO2 all day probably. Yeah. So how's it been for you lately? Um, are there any procedures you can't be in? So I decided uh, early this week to take a leave from the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I went to work. I got my port on a Friday. Let's see how that's looking good. Yeah, you can barely see it. Oh yeah, great. it looks, looks great. It looks a little red on the edge, but I think that's from my bra. Just hit, hits it there. Yeah. So I got my port on a Friday. No, Thursday. Ooh, I need to take this off. Got my port on a Thursday, took, um, had chemo the next day, and then, you know, went down the chemo side effects shitstorm, and then went to work the day after Labor Day, a Tuesday, and I worked for seven hours, and I could barely, like, walk to the car when I was leaving. Aww. Like, I could barely, like, physically one foot in front of the other to get to the car. And it was seven hours, and it was, I was just giving breaks. Like, they're like, what do you want to be assigned to? And I was like, I think that'd be the easiest for me because then if I have to call in, I, I wouldn't feel so just wrecked over it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just come in and get breaks. Um, so I did that, but it's just too much 
I just can't walk that much after, right after chemo. I just can't like physically keep my eyes open. And then the chemo brain fog, like the brain fart I had a few minutes ago is nothing compared to like right after chemo. The like the whole seven to ten days after. It's like you can't think of any words. Like I just felt like I was like it almost felt like I hadn't slept in like two weeks. Like that. Mm-hmm. That's how my brain was working. I'm like, I think that and this is the hard round. This first round does two drugs. Um, two really like heavy hitters. So I think I'm just going to take a break for this first round and then go back and work through round two, which is 12 weeks. And then, um, and then I'll take off again when I have my surgery, but the second round isn't supposed to be nearly as bad. How did they uh, take it at work? They, I, I don't, I don't think I told anybody except my scheduler. I don't know if words gotten around no one said anything, so I don't know. So how long? So you're just you're not working at all? Not working at all. How's that feel? Uh, well, like I said, I just started my business, so like I'm physically, like on a computer, like working, like doing like not hard work, not like physically mm-hmm. exertion, none of that. Um, so I've been busy, uh, but it feels good. Like my body doesn't feel so like tired. Like I just, there, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any way I could do it. I really think I would come home, crash, like barely get up and do it again. I, I think I'll end up in the hospital, honestly, if I do that. And then mm-hmm. the, the thought of like all this exposure to like COVID or whatever, like that is not what I need right now. Mm-mm. Definitely not. You're right. So once is Tegan t- homeschooling? Uh, she goes to Adventure Club and does virtual school there. Oh, that's uh, nice. So you don't have to be doing that at home. Yeah, because I just started that this week. Like, I don't even know. Like, what, I still have, like, an appointment. I, I have something every day I need to, like, go do for this. Mm-hmm. So I don't really feel like I've had much time. I don't blame you. Is your husband still working from home? Um, He's been going into the office. I feel like people are slowly starting to readjust. Once I uh, decided to take a leave, like I literally the weight of the world was lifted off my shoulders. And I don't even know, like I filed for a short-term disability, but like I haven't heard from anybody. Like normally they would like call me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know honestly what the hell is going on. Yeah. I feel like people have definitely lost their minds <laughs> during COVID. And like oh we've seen God. so much of it in the group right their goddamn minds i'm trying to find the text between (laughs) us from the other night like and even there's been so many people reaching out to me you know kind words and everything and they're like and i love i love the podcast but i also love the group well i don't know what's going on in there recently like everyone's noticing it so let's back up just a second and talk about our group for the people who aren't in it yet or aren't aren't in our group and uh so we have a facebook group with seven thousand moms it's all organically grown um crystal started it which which year did you start it in again 2014 okay so it's i mean like there are some groups that people like send Facebook ads out for, like grow through email lists. And this is just all organic growth through like word of mouth and friends inviting friends. And Mm -hmm. so, um, 
you know, this isn't a business venture that Crystal started or Ellen and I have. And so this is just all for the good of the community. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's crazy how like, once they're in the group, they love it so much that they then add all of their friends. So I really feel like we are not doing that much ourselves to grow the group as the group members are. I would love for the group to not grow anymore. Honestly, it's a lot. I'm kind of surprised by like, I mean, the turn. he said the big group, the CRNAs and SRNAs group, that group turned at like 7,000 members. And that's when it got yep. like really nasty and people could no longer play nice. That's what I'm yeah. afraid is going to happen. But we just have to be like, you want to be a dick? Like you're, you're out. Go you're on. out. See you later. We right. just cannot tolerate it. Well, so let's bring up this chick we were talking about the other day. Which one? <laughs> this, uh, so many. Do you want to start, Lacey? Well, I was just going to say, um, you know, as so I am the newest admin to our group and, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that like I didn't anticipate or, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many like good things come from it too, where like people trust you with their deepest, darkest, like anonymous posts that, you know, you can like help them and like then other people like send you a message and say, Hey, can you send this to anonymous? Because I went through something similar. And, and the thing that's really surprised me about the group is that like, you're never alone. Like no matter what you're experiencing, no matter how crazy I like read a post and I'm like, Oh, this sounds like, like one in a million. Like there's like the second in a million, like in our group, Mm -hmm. who's also experienced this like crazy weird thing. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, and you know, as we talk about some of our, you know, experiences now, um, you know, we just want to let our audience know that, you know, your secrets are always safe with us and, you know, we don't want to bad mouth or like bash anyone in the group. It's just, there's some crazy stuff that we experienced that like we, I didn't anticipate. Right. And whatever we're going to talk about now, we're not going to name any names. We're just going to talk about our admin duties and and the chaos that ensues. Is that a good way to describe it? Okay. So last week or so, there was a post. Someone was wondering something that I don't even know. Do we need to explain that part? Someone wanted to know for, for a friend what kind of condoms to use. And I don't even know for what reason. I don't recall. She literally was like, this is just for a friend. And I can't, something about latex condoms. And then she said, sheepskin condoms, those are just retarded and just went on and on and on. And I saw the post come through and I saw that and I was like, yikes. But I like got distracted or one thing led to another and like didn't do anything about it. And then People well, sometimes started. I feel like you just want to let these things like yes. kind of like play out. Like maybe no one would really like because that post was up for a long time before people started really reacting to it. So sometimes these things just kind of like filter out and like yeah. like get hidden by other activity in the group. And so instead of like over adminning things, you can just kind of like let it slide, see what happens. And then all of a sudden it was like stuff started getting reported, stuff started getting, we got tags, stuff got emailed to us. Like, yeah, it was got messy quick. Yeah. It got a little crazy. And then, I I mean, and rightfully so. I mean, it's like 
who says that? It was just very disrespectful. I mean, you just don't use that word's not used anymore. It's just really like an insensitive term that just doesn't get used. And I don't think she meant it as derogatory as it sounded. But anyway, people very kindly brought to her attention that, you know, that word is offensive is offensive and and they weren't mean or they didn't like come come in hot they just like and this is why xyz and she just flipped out Mm -hmm. oh so Lacey removed the post when it got like crazy it just got out of hand everyone was like going bonkers so she removed the post well And, and all i did was ask the person i'm like can you please just repost your question without the offensive word that's all and then Crystal, you, you explain yeah. what so happened. So she deleted next. <laughs> she de- deleted the post, and then just at like she said, asked the mom to just re- post again, just minus the offensive word that you know people aren't taking kindly to. And instead of you know maybe taking that in or being like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I did that, or you know I don't know something, she posted seriously. You nameless coward admin deleted my condom post because I called sheepskin condoms that don't protect against STDs or pregnancy retarded. And a few girls chose to make about their own irrelevant semantic issues with the word retarded. That was inarguably, oh my God, such a run on sentence, inarguably not even remotely or connectably used in any correlation to a mentally disabled person. Wow, that was one sentence. I didn't even get to see all comments or answer them, but it was okay for others to be allowed to comment their opinions and me not respond with mine or state mine. To that, I say good riddance to this group. I will not be part of the group run by communists, and I will not tolerate censorship over differences in opinions. Clearly, you don't tolerate differences you claim to defend, so trot away in your high horse, Mrs. Nameless Communist Admin. I'll keep living in America and by its principles, and I'll keep welcoming others express themselves. I'm out of here, so again, cowardly reply to something I won't see. If you want to feel better about yourself, God, this is terrible. If you want to feel better about yourself, next time rub your clit. It's a lot more effective than being a coward that doesn't tolerate others. Hashtag rub a dub dub. So I'm so. Wait, can someone explain rub-a-dub-dub to me? Ew, it's the last sentence she said. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. When she said rub-a-dub-dub, I thought of the bath. Yeah, no. My bad. I'm so, no. And also, um, my favorite part about that entire, like, tirade was that she called us communists. I know. I was, like, <laughs> dying laughing. <laughs> and also partly because I'm from the Ukraine. So, like, in a way, I could take the whole, you offended me. I'm offended. You're offended. You know, yeah. that whole route. I mean, that was just ridiculous. And here, okay, so, like, here's how I know that some people are just off their rockers. Mm-hmm. The normal response to a situation like this would just be, like, I'm really sorry I offended people with the use of that word. I didn't intentionally mean that. You know, sometimes I say that out of jest. I'm yeah. sorry. That's mm-hmm. it. You don't have to say that we don't value your opinions. We just, like, maybe just reconsider your word choice. But some people are so unopen to, mm-hmm. like, reflecting on themselves that they just project onto everyone around them and call everyone communists and, like, whatever. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I mean, so- it literally could have taken her a brief second of self-reflection and a teeny tiny apology 
And it would have been like over, but she like came at us with like a hacksaw. I feel like she. I know. And poor Lacey. I feel like Lacey was so upset over it. And I was just, I couldn't stop laughing. Well, what was, so the funniest part about this is I like that, like retort post that she made. I didn't actually read all of it. Oh, good for <laughs> you. I deleted it because like I got to the part about calling us communists and censorship. But I was like, no, honey, like, you know, I mean, so anyone who's in a Facebook group, I think you've all seen this where somebody gets mad at something. And then instead of just leaving the group, they post that they're going to leave the group. And then they sit there and stay there and like comment on their post about how they're going to leave the group because the group is so terrible. And it's like, yeah, but they don't are going to leave. You would just leave, you know? So I was like, fine, you're done and gone. But then like people started like using the hashtag rub it up dub mm, gross. And, and I was like what is this <laughs> oh my I god back and read it and I was like oh <laughs> it got bad I thought it was bad and it got bad I oh, know so I was I like know. oh my god I will say though I think like in retort to her people started a new thread talking about her and making fun of her which I also shut down because I don't think we should tolerate that at all like no matter where she came from or what kind of crazy she was feeling that day I still don't think attacking a different person is the way to go especially someone who can't defend themselves right because she well she was gone I think she left by then yeah yeah Um, no I I removed her when I removed her rub-a-dub-dub post yeah (laughs) there has been so many in the past six months at the same time that COVID hit I think it's just stressing everyone out and like everyone's on such high edge all the time that like, remember when we got accused of not letting someone in the group because she was a lesbian? Mm. Remember that person? She yes. was like, I know that's why you're letting my request sit there for months because I'm a lesbian. And I was like, or it's the fact that the three of us have full-time jobs, children, and we're running this group like in this small amount of time we have left. But, you know, we can pick whichever excuse we want. And then that same person then got thrown out mm-hmm. like literally a week later. I forget what she started she was just oh. looking for a fight. Any, oh, she any comment any liberal, was. She called all the liberals in the group pedophiles. Oh, yes. That's yeah. who that girl was. I was just like, I mean, can you really just not get any kind of handle on yourself? I know. And I, I, this group is like grown out of, you know, kindness and respect towards mm-hmm. each other. I mean, we're not only all moms. We're not only all doing the exact same job trying to like thrive were co-workers like how could you be so harsh and cruel to like someone you could potentially work with I just don't yeah. understand but it it didn't start until recently right about that yeah. magic 7,000 number um, well and also I just think it's crazy that knowing how small our anesthesia world is like you put forth your best foot and like if that's your best foot people remember you associated with calling people communists, calling people mm-hmm. like pedophiles because they're liberals. And then imagine you have to relocate and like go into a workplace. Like that reputation is going to follow you and everyone knows everyone. So like, do you really want that hanging over your head? Probably not. I do have to ask, do you remember the picture that was then posted of like Santa Claus, like a grown woman with Santa Claus? Yes. What, what was that? That was her. But why? That was the post where they were poking fun at her. Oh, down. they were like that or not. She someone else they posted, posted it about her. Yeah. Yeah. And I that's did. where yeah. it's like it goes. 
it crosses like, the line. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Because she's not there. She can't defend herself. And you know what? So she's having an off day and she just instead of going off on maybe her, you know, family, she went off on us. Yeah. And so it's like, OK, fine. You know, you're done. But like, you know, we try to like give people a little grace and have a little like respect and stuff. And, you know, I know what Ellen's saying where it's like, so. I think everyone has an example of how the CRNA community is so small. And so my example is a person that I went to anesthesia school with moved to Alaska. We're obviously in Minnesota. And so it's, you know, not close. Somebody that I worked with right after at my first job was an SRNA and she moved to Alaska also. And they together sent me a picture of them (laughs) working together. And they were like, hey, we both know you. And I'm like, that is crazy. Like how it is just a very small community. It really it is. is. Yeah. You well, got to be careful. We had uh, Laura in here um, about the Dave Ramsey episode and she mm-hmm. connected with Ellen, I think, or maybe Lacey, like not, I didn't even know who she was and we get on the phone and we live in the same town. Like she lives where I grew up. It's just crazy. And mm-hmm. then you don't, you live in the town of someone else. To me? Yeah. I live right next to like neighboring towns with Lena. Yeah. Yes. It's so weird. Yeah. And had no idea. I mean, that's the thing. Like you just don't know. So I I just find it interesting how people feel like because they're behind a keyboard or behind a computer screen, like all any kind of social norm and relationships goes out the window. They could just act like a complete lunatic, but like that stuff follows you out from behind your keyboard, you know, in such Mm -hmm. a small world. But the other thing I find really cool about this group to make it positive is being an admin, like how many people trust us to make the anonymous posts for them with like the craziest, Mm -hmm. deepest life circumstances that they don't feel comfortable going to the group about, but like they come to you and not knowing us, we have built this level of trust with these women that, I mean, they, they, I've had some conversations with people who've like called me as a result of their anonymous posts that we've talked through for months Mm-hmm. that no one knew about and they I mean like they don't know me from the next CRNA mom in there but for some reason they you know they like we've developed this level of trust with the women there that allows them to come to us for that which I think is really cool yeah I do love the anonymous feature and I love that like we were talking about you know she's just such a small community you know you don't want to put your dirty laundry out there like you can post or excuse me, message any of us and we will post it anonymously for you, um, Mm -hmm. which helps, you know, like you can get the advice you need, but you don't have to have, you know, a stigma or whatever you might think going with it. And we, we don't even talk to each other about a non-post. So like if someone messages, like we don't, she doesn't ask me about it. Like we don't know who posts what, I mean, it's truly anonymous to whoever, whatever admin you send it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's been some situations where like Ellen or Crystal or Karen have posted something anonymously for someone. And I've had an example where I like actually reached out and just I'll, I'll message Ellen or Crystal and say, can you pass this on to the anonymous person? So, I mean, it's like, you know, it truly is anonymous and that's nice. It is. We take it very seriously. We do. Just don't screw up like I did one time. Oh, to God, you get to tell him that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Really it was funny. so bad, you guys. That's so, awesome. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Like, um, I was at my in-laws 
And so there's crappy internet. And like my page hadn't like refreshed or something. And I thought that I was in the CRNA moms group when I was posting something anonymously, but I posted it to my actual page. And (laughs) I like realized it like as soon as it like said posted, I was like, oh shit. And I mean, there was nothing like that would identify the person who sent it to me. So it wasn't like I like publicly aired their thing Mm -hmm. and I deleted it immediately. But Facebook's stupid algorithm, like once it gets in there, it's not actually deleted right away. So it I can think be everyone- seen until you like click on it. So you can like see. Part yes. Of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so like people like then started messaging me about this anonymous post. And it even said like, I always leave the like, can you post this anon in the group for me? And so yeah. I just left that on there. So like it act- like kind of would flag to people like, hey, this isn't me. And all of a sudden, like, I started getting, like, messages from people. My husband started getting phone calls. Like, well, you didn't even say on? what it was about. Tell them the content of the message. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't to want to, like, so funny. Be- well, I don't want to betray the person who, like, sent this well, because just, it's a very sensitive just topic. General, but- yeah, just like, one word. Just one word. The general thing is infidelity. And so my poor husband all of a sudden is getting phone calls from his, like, friends being like, What's going on oh my with God. you guys? And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was like crying. Oh, I was like okay. crying on the phone to Ellen and Crystal and they're like laughing their asses off at me. That was so <laughs> and funny. And I was like, oh my God. But like that, you know, I mean, so, you know, maybe send send your post to Ellen or Crystal. <laughs> it was so, so stinking funny. I freaking loved it. I was like, oh, it yeah. was so typical that like it couldn't have been something that was you know benign it was <laughs> no it was bad so bad it was yeah yeah and and you know what like like aside from that my whole snafu there that person got some really good advice in the group and like people really stepped up and shared their experiences and and I believe really helped this person and so that's awesome to see but mm-hmm. uh yeah I Totally. I feel bad for my husband because it's no. something that he like, like, you know, I mean, it's like one of those things that like you never want to be like wrongfully accused of. Mm-hmm. And so rumors get started. It is. Definitely. It is. And so then like people like started sending me messages like, oh, I'm really sorry that your husband cheated on you. And I was like, nobody did no, it. No, no. <laughs> Do you know how many times in the group I'll post anonymous? And this is why I put in the beginning and the end of every post anonymous post. And then I leave also whatever they, Hey, can you post this anonymously? For, so it's clear as day that it's anonymous and not me, but I still get people. Oh, I mean, at least two to three times a week messaging me thinking whatever anonymous post I messaged was, yeah, was me. Yes. And I have to be like, Oh, yeah. thanks for that. But that's not me. I posted anonymously. Yeah. Can you, that's why sometimes I write like a non, not me in huge letters, especially yeah. if it's like people still very think you're pregnant. Like everybody's so excited Who? for you to have a third baby. No, I'm just saying like every time you post a picture of like, like somebody will be like, send like Ellen a picture oh, of like, yeah, uh, yeah, the pregnancy test. you know, pregnancy test. Like, is this mm-hmm. positive or not? Can you post this in the group? I don't want people to know yet. And so Ellen will post it and everyone will be like, congratulations, yes. Ellen. Yes. Like, everyone's know, so excited like, for her to have another baby. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, it's not. So I put it in like huge caps, but nobody pays attention to they what don't. I write. They just look at the picture in my name and then it's like, 
And then I always have to be like, this isn't me. Don't go telling people, you know, because don't like, I don't want my <laughs> husband to think I'm pregnant. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, look at all like how our crazy our lives would be if like some of these stories were like all one person. I mean, crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. I got a You'd lot be, like, going pregnant on. pregnant with a divorce. And like a narcissistic spouse. Yeah, and cheating. Like, yeah, I mean, like it would be some crazy lifestyle. Yeah. I just think it's hilarious. But um, it's what's crazy to me too is it brings light to the fact that like even in our profession and, you know, the women who are in our profession are very high achieving, you know, highly educated, high earning. But some of the things that they go through in their lives don't care like those mm-hmm. situations don't care who you are they happen to everyone anything from like death and you know cheating and you know like abuse and just whatever of, like we have kind of stuff foster care crazy type foster situations care and yeah like things that you might look and be like oh that only happens to you know low socioeconomic people like no These things happen to everyone. And it just really like opened my eyes once I started doing the Anon post. I feel like it really opened my eyes to the fact that like people struggle with really deep issues. And on the outside, I'm sure to their coworkers, they look totally fine, you know, Mm -hmm. and really in real life, they're not. Yeah. And on social media, they probably look exceptional. Mm -hmm. You know, or like everything is just perfectly fine. And it just goes to show you that you never really know what's going on with somebody. And it's important to have those deep connections with people and really like talk to them and ask, how is it going? And not just in a like aloof, like, how are you today? Good. I'm good. Bye. You know, kind of a way. But like, how are you really doing? Yeah. Especially new moms. I always like to check in with the new moms, see how they're doing. Legit, how are you doing? I've had a few people who I've actually developed like really good relationships with long term just from like checking in on them several times after you know the original post and you know really making an effort to be present in their lives because I feel like some people go through some things that like if you're posting anon and you probably aren't telling many people in your real life what's going on, like I always try to ask them, like, do they have support? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because that's really important and some people. Like, you know, you just go the extra mile with, you get on the phone, you do like a video chat, you really just like make them important so that they don't feel like they're just a number in the 7,000 women in this group, because that's how people fall by the wayside. And then, you know, bad things happen. I can't stop staring at this. Do you see this? That's not not a vein. That's my port, like cord. Or what do you call that? The calendar? Sticking out of your collarbone yeah yeah it's so gross by the way crystal looks fabulous today yeah we were just saying she like she's like living her best life over here i know you guys i'm having so much fun with these wigs so i guess a quick update my hair started falling out yesterday like everywhere i mean it was just like on me i mean it just fall literally just falling out everywhere um and all of my hair like like overnight yeah, I mean, like, because I've been, like, waiting for the ball to drop. Like, I would, like, feel it, tug it, and it's, like, nothing, nothing, nothing. And then I got up one morning, and I ran my fingers through it, and you could hear each hair pluck out. It was, like, pluck, 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 oh pluck. Like, oh. like, 50 of them, and I'd, like, 
chunk of hair and I did it again. You could just kept hearing them pluck out. So How I put it in a, react? Uh, I was fine. I mean, I knew it was okay. coming. Um, I told my husband, he's like, do you want me to come home? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm okay. And then uh, I was just kind of kind of like, wait and see how long it would take to fall out and then last night it was like 11 o'clock at night I couldn't sleep I told my husband like let's do it let's well I go let's do it and he's like oh and I was like no (laughs) not that (laughs) not that let's shave my head and he was like really I'm like yeah that's not what I had in mind (laughs) yeah he was like he went sideways there for a minute so I'm like let's shave my head so we like sat up a spot in the kitchen and he got his clippers and he'd like shaved it took like an hour and first I did like a mohawk like I was gonna just shave up to oh, here awesome. and like leave some hair just because like I don't know like I've never shaved my head before like who won't I don't know I let's leave some of it so we left it and that just looked ridiculous I'm like just take it all off just like take it off you guys it's so cold without hair yeah. on your head like I was instantly freezing in the house uh, I slept with like a hat on and I so Tegan been sleeping with us like she has bad dreams and I'm just like whatever I don't even care so I woke up this morning to her little hand like touching my head like just like feeling like she must have woke up and looked at it and saw that I had a hat on and then she just started like feeling my head and then I I got up and I put the wig on because I wanted to like tell her you know what happened and and she was like why are you wearing your wig and I was like well because I don't have any hair on my head and it's cold and I look silly. She's like, mommy, you do not have to wear your wig around the house. Like such a sweet little girl. And I was like, yeah, but be you. Yeah. And she's like, but then I'm like, then you'll see my naked head. And she's like, I see daddy's naked head all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So she hasn't seen it yet. And I don't like, like my husband seeing it. I mean, just, it's just happened like not even 24 hours ago, but, but anyway, my point, I got these fabulous wigs i've gotten three of them this is the one that i'm going to braid so did you order like special order or you could just walk into a store and buy them no i went to the wig shop and um like tried some on and then i ordered a real hair one um that i'm picking up tomorrow i'm really excited so these are synthetic but wow it's really good yeah it does did you braid that no my uh hairstylist did she braided it for me Oh, that's so nice. Free of charge, like would not let me pay her. I'm like, like she's the one that got me the pink dye. She braided my wig, will not let me pay her. And I want to be like, honey, I'm going to have to wash this and bring it back to you. So you're going to need to start charging me. You have to wash it? Yeah, you have to wash it. Because like the oil is from your scalp, like up here, like this is lace. So can you see like, you can see my scalp? Yeah. That's because it, it's a lace front. So it like looks more natural. Like I have a part, you know, and a scalp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that because the ones that don't have a part, you can like tell. You can it. totally tell. I mean, I, this is kind of obvious. It's a wig, but today I wore that hat, and I actually felt pretty cute. I felt confident, and then so I've gotten this one. This one's for braids. I got a, like a shorter length one, just to, like easily throw on, and you could do like a pony with it. There's enough hair for a pony, and then I got this like long layered one probably comes to here i wanted to do the um like the to the waist like really long fabulous hair but that was like an extra thousand dollars for a wig whoa yeah whoa. and i'm like extra thousand extra thousand dollars and i'm like this is for a short period in my life like i'm definitely not gonna spend that so then i got another long one with layers i ordered a real hair one that comes in tomorrow like i said and then i got one that's like a hat 
it's like a wig and a hat but like the whole it's not like that much hair so you just like throw on a baseball hat and it has hair that's cute so it's like an easier yeah. i was just gonna leave that like in the dining area so like when i answered the door I could, if i don't have it on i could just you know throw that on does it itch yeah. yeah does it stay on well yeah i mean this is state well i went to the store today and tried on some things at j crew and i had to take it off like you can't like try on clothes with it on so i was weird i like took it off and hung it in the dressing room and it's it, it's itchy like like i don't know if you guys saw me i was scratching my head so it's kind of nice like i came down here a little earlier before i got on and just like took it off and was just like oh just like rubbing my head but i just don't want like my husband and tegan to see me yet do you have like any fuzz or is it just completely it, like, I, there's there's fuzz. like shiny there's fuzz i would show it's you not, when like, I'm, shiny I'm not bald. ready yet i'll show you one no day. no no i just meant like you know how men like when they're bald they're like shiny bald it will be shiny bald when it all falls out but i still have some hair left uh-huh. well and i'm sure like it's, fuzzy it's partly itchy too because like shaving it like i can imagine that that would be like itchy see it's like yeah. red and itchy but that's like what yeah oh yeah well you look freaking fabulous so i felt so mm. i felt so cute today like when would i ever like wear like a cute wig like this so Never. i'm having fun with it good. good i mean what else can you do right right good for you so it's good i go back tomorrow for chemo number two and i'm not looking forward to that it's a hard it's a hard 10 days after like, so is that how often it is so you have i go every two weeks and i've got like a one for like one day one day every two weeks uh it's like a full day it takes like eight hours so what did you do during the first eight hours that you were there did you like bring a book did you listen to podcasts did you watch a movie did you take a nap like how did you spend that day so i brought a bunch of stuff i was like ready to get everything on my to-do list done and my husband came he came with me the first time because you're allowed a visitor for the very first time, but not after that. So any, like my next 15 infusions, I have to go alone, which kind of sucks. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, it does. It's a little, I feel severe. I think they could have allowed people one visitor, maybe don't bring your whole family, but like these are people going through a hard times, like let them bring their comfort person, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, don't get me started on that, but it was very busy the first time because there was a lot of education. So she would like sit down and educate and educate. And then like a social worker came by and then the nurse came back and told me more. And then the, um, I had to meet with the doctor. I had to get labs drawn. I, who else came by? Oh, the dietitian came by. Like anybody that would come to see me came to see me. So I like had no time to do anything. I didn't do anything that first day. Like Did extra. you feel like you needed to write? lot down that they were saying or was it stuff you like kind of already knew they gave me like a packet of paper i mean this much paperwork wow love like you know like a stack two inches thick she showed us yeah like because it's just patient education like chemo precautions like so the first 48 hours after i get or 72 hours after i get an infusion and i go to the bathroom i have to flush twice and then put the lid down because if my dog like drank out of the toilet and i didn't you know, there were remnants of chemo in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like technically not good. Yeah. And they're like, if you vomit, that's contaminated. So make sure, you know, if your husband helps you clean that up, he needs to wear gloves. 
So that's stuff I didn't hadn't really thought about or I guess forgot since nursing school. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about food and um, how to get enough protein in. And oh, there's this drug I go home with. It's like a little contraption. It's called Nulesta and it stimulates bone, your bone marrow. So it's like a little box, like, I don't know, four by four. And it's probably two inches, three inches thick. And it goes, it's subcutaneous, but it just, they put it on the back of my arm. They could put it on your stomach too. But then I was afraid it would get stuck in a fat roll and be like uncomfortable. So I put it on the back of my arm. um, And then 27 hours later, it injects you with the new Lesta. And it like, it like beeps and vibrates. So you're like ready for it. And then it like stabs you. And then over 45, yeah. And over 45 minutes injects this drug and then beeps when it's done and you throw it away. It's crazy. Really? Yes. That's like so automated. There's some like super high tech, like that company, they got to be making some money because they gave me this, like, it was a paper card brochure and you open it and a video started playing. And it was just like, what? it was just like card, like card stock. They're paper. like next level. Yeah. Yeah. Like bananas. Wow. It's like it was, Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is cool. Like Harry Potter. Like yeah. you open like a book and a video is playing. That's wow. literally how it was. It was crazy. So then, yeah, she did like teach me on that, how to like, you know, use that and just discard it. And um, yeah, I mean, then probably she was like, okay, we're almost done. And then we were like done. And then when we left, I was so exhausted, just emotionally, physically, and I just went home and slept. So good to do that again tomorrow. But I got to go pick up my pretty new hair wig afterwards. So that's exciting. That's something yeah. to look forward to after the chemo. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm good. How are you guys doing? Busy. Oh, did you move? Um, are you still in your no. house? No. Still in our house, packing. Like we packed as much. It's kind of weird. Like, living through a move that isn't taking place for a few months because you just like pack what you can and then you've got all this crap still in your house so you're constantly like looking around like there's a lot of stuff but is it stuff we need now or is it stuff we need to pack like it's just weird like middle ground so I want my dining room is full of stuff I'm selling at a yard sale full of boxes so we booked our move date and that's really all we know because of the hurricane the price of lumber went up three times. Mm -hmm. So now like we are just waiting for the election to come to see if it drops back down so we could start building, but it's not, we just have to like figure out our plan. Everything's way up in the air. It's weird to live through because of like my controlling nature. Yeah. So much uncertainty. I've given it up. Yeah. I've given it up a while ago because I'm like, I will drive myself insane. So I'm focusing on things I can control, like picking siding color. Same. Yeah, same. I mean, so that's how stupid. I was like when my yeah, hair started I can't falling out. How you feel? I was like, I I don't want to like. There's things you could do to like not lo- lose your hair as quickly. You can do like this cold capping, mm-hmm. but it doesn't always. It usually doesn't work, or if it just saves it a little longer, or like a little bit more hair from falling out. But I felt like that was so desperately holding on to something that I didn't want to lose. I'm like, I can't. I, that'll make me like. I can't do it. So, and then as soon as it started falling out, I'm like, we're taking control of this situation right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's better that way. Yeah. So that felt good. And um, how's Cora, Lacey? Oh, good. She is four months old today. And oh, so my husband made a comment a couple of weeks ago. He was like, you know, we always suspected that Owen, our oldest child, was like a hard baby or like that some of the stuff he was doing maybe wasn't quite normal, 
but we didn't really have that confirmed until now. Now <laughs> we definitely know that sucked. That was really hard. <laughs> she's so like, easy. She's like, like what I, I feel like. Tell most- she's easy because you were just chill yeah. and relaxed with her. She's not like <laughs> a, not a bother, but you know, babies are hard. Tegan was a hard baby. Yeah. And like, I mean, like we used to, and a lot of it was partly like being a new parent and not really knowing what to expect and not really understanding, you know, some stuff. But like, I mean, we would walk him around for like two to three hours every evening to try mm-hmm. to get him to fall asleep because he would scream mm-hmm. and he would get up so many times a night. He didn't sleep through the night till 13 months and 22 days. And why do I know that? Because he didn't sleep through the <laughs> exactly. he didn't sleep till 13 months and 22 days. <laughs> Yeah, so you wow. deserve and it was terrible. Like, yeah. And so I mean, like, I knock on wood because it's like, you know, who knows what kind of hellion teenager she'll be. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But, that is amazing uh, though. Yeah, so it's it's good. And uh we um unfortunately had a death in our family recently and uh it came on pretty suddenly and so it was expected but not expected at the same time and uh i had the the honor i guess of speaking at my uncle's funeral and uh you know there's something that i just wanted to share with our audience if you guys are okay with that yeah, um, please do. i had intended on recording a like just little mini podcast episode and maybe i still will but you know, I just, it's hard to find the right word sometimes, but I like spent a week writing, you know, not a full eulogy, but just like a speech about my uncle. And I kept thinking about like some of the like moments and like what kind of stories can I tell about my experiences with my uncle? We were pretty close. And I just kept thinking like, like, oh, was there like some like great wisdom he imparted on me, like at my graduation, at nursing school, at my wedding, when my children were born? And I like the only story that like really like came to mind and stuck with me, like there's a lot of them, but the one that like I told at his funeral was how we watched Molly Ringwald movies. And I stayed with them at their house and he found out that I like had never seen Molly Ringwell movies. And so he like, we watched like four or five of them. Um, We watched a lot of John Hughes movies and it was just a great fun experience. And he was a huge baseball fan and this was in the summer. So he would have to like put baseball aside to watch these movies. And it was like a really big deal for him to put baseball aside. But when I was thinking of this, I was like, you know, it really is the like insignificant moments that tend to stick with you way more than like any great big significant like event. It's like, it's the little moments. It's playing hide and seek with your kids. It's, you know, like those are the things that make the memories that stick around and that they remember. And so, um, you know, it's just kind of like made me reflect on like parenting and like, what do I want my children to know and remember? And like, you know, it's not the like big fancy trip that you take. And it's not always those things. It's like playing hide and seek with them. It's reading bedtime stories. It's watching movies. It's like having breakfast for dinner like we did tonight because I ran out of ideas. (laughs) (laughs) I love breakfast for dinner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's the, when you're living your life, those that's living, you know, Mm it's the little moments, not the, you know, not just great plans. Yeah. And I, I, I feel you on that. I had, a very dear friend die 
right before this whole cancer thing. Sorry. Yeah, I'm we went sorry. to college together. He was um, a year older than me, and we were very good friends for many, many years. And he died suddenly, and it was horrible. But to get to see my old friends from college at the funeral, that was amazing. And we talked about, like, just like you said, so many things. And it was all the little things, you know, that mm-hmm. he used to do. Yeah. And, and even this thing I'm going through right now, like, it's brought so many moments I've had with my daughter, like so many teaching moments and life lessons. And yesterday, this is just totally random. She smashed her fingers in the car door. Oh, ouch. With, yeah, with my mom. But like she closed the car door on her fingers and then was able to just pull them out because they were just like oh in the crack. Goodness. Yeah. Uh. And she was telling me about it. And I was like, did we learn a lesson here? She goes, oh, yeah. Don't smash your fingers in the car door. And I'm like, oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> you got to start She's somewhere. Like, sure did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's cute. That's yeah. cute. Hey, how's your friend doing? Which one? The one who also got a diagnosis right before you did. Oh, she's good. Um, I'm picking her up tomorrow after my chemo. We're going to go to the wig store together. I'm going to pick up mine and she doesn't have one. And she's like ahead of me on this. And she's like, oh, I don't think I need one. I'm like, well, I am getting a lot of joy out of mine. They're like really making me happy. So can you at least just go and try them on? You know, I want to like. Has she lost her hair? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's just wearing scarves. But hers isn't as long as me. She only has four rounds of chemo and she's already done two. So she only has two more. Um, we have different kinds of cancer. But I'm like, I mean, that's still a while and your hair's got to grow back. Like these wigs are fun. At least like go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sure. I'll see her tomorrow. She's doing well. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. What's on the agenda for you next? Me? Yeah. Like after this chemo, you have that other one? After or this, do you get surgery? I have three more rounds of this chemo, round uh-huh. two tomorrow, and then two more. And then I do 12 rounds in the second cycle or 12 Is cycles. Is that one also 12 or two weeks apart? No, that one's once a week for 12, for 12 weeks. weeks. Okay. But that one's not supposed to like be as terrible as this one. In you know the 10 days after you feel like crap. It's supposed to be, though, it's really, really known for causing neuropathy, like mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. bad peripheral neuropathy of your hands and feet. So I will be like icing, like I'm, I'm going to buy like a little machine. You can put like your hands and feet in while you're getting the chemo to kind of vasoconstrict to prevent the chemo from actually getting t- to those parts of your body because mm-hmm. um, they said it can be pretty debilitating. And at some point in the 12 week cycle, they're like, do we stop? Because it's that bad. And it's going to like debilitate you disable you for the rest of your life you know what i mean so mm-hmm. that's like a, the worst problem with that which is a very big problem but at least i it's supposed to not be as hard and make you like feel as terrible and then are you needing to have surgery or have you not gone down that path yet oh yes i will have surgery so that'll be so i'll finish all this chemo if everything goes as planned the end of january and then i'll take february off because you've take a month off chemo before you have surgery and then I'll have surgery in March and take, I don't know what, a month off. I don't know how long, six weeks. And then I'll start radiation. And I do radiation every day for seven weeks. It's just like a 30-minute thing. We have to mm-hmm. go every day. And then I'll go back in and get um, the expanders removed and the implants placed. And then I'll have the hysterectomy, oophorectomy. Uh, what's the ovaries coming out called? Oh, that's oophorectomy. 
Yeah. And salpingectomy is. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I was trying to say. So, I mean, this is going to be like a year and a half. It's like slow and steady wins the race. Wow. That is a really long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I met like a a really, a lot of cool people. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's, I hate to say it's not that bad, but it's really not that bad now that I'm not working. I mean, when I was where, I mean, it was that bad. It was bad, bad, bad. And my mental health is so much better. Not having to go to the hospital every day. Yeah. Do Um, you get to like talk to the other people that are there or are you separated because of COVID? My coworkers? No, no, like the other uh, patients. No, it's no one was near me last time, and they're like they're like pre-op bays, like just curtains. Mm -hmm. Mm. It would be Uh, cool if they could like let you talk to someone who's kind of like starting with you at the same point, or like a little bit ahead of you. And you know, I have my my friend Sharon. She's like four weeks ahead of me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that helps. Uh, I think we lost our hair two weeks apart, so I mean, it's pretty close. Yeah. No, is she then, married with kids? She's married, no kids. Okay. And her and my sister-in-law's good friend who was in her wedding is a cancer infusion nurse at where oh. I go. So that's she awesome. like comes and talks to me and oh, like we were good. in her wedding together. Yeah. So she like comes and talks to me and makes sure, you know, just everything's nice. That's really great. Yeah. Well, in, in a weird situation, it sounds like you are making definitely the best of it. And we are right there with you and obviously praying for you, but supporting you and loving your wigs. Yeah. And I might buy like more said, tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said it's not that bad because like, you know, I remember a few short weeks ago, it was like, I mean, and it still is crazy to think that like where you are right now compared to, you know, the beginning of August. But you've got such a positive outlook and such a great heart that, like, this is nothing for you. This is a small blip on your radar. And once it's over, like, you're going to show people how to fight this and come out on top super positive and have a blast the whole time with the wig, you know, telling your husband, now we do it. And like Lacey was saying, it kind of just wraps around like, I'm still living my, I'm going to have treatment for a year and a half, but I still have to live my life. Like I can't let all these sweet life moments pass by. Tell everyone about your um, intermittent fasting journey, especially after um, Amanda. We talked with Amanda. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'll mention that real quick because we got to wrap up. We're in an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah, so guys, if you haven't listened to the Amanda Nybird uh, interview, go back and check that out. I think it's called Intermittent Fasting with Amanda Nybird. Um, she kind of brought it to our attention, and I started fasting then um, intermittently. And it's a rough start, but I'm happy to tell anyone about it. So if you want, you know, if you have questions, message me. But um, I lost thirty, almost thirty five pounds. Crazy. And, and the girls said tonight when they saw me on the thing, they're like, oh, you look toned. Yeah, you're like legit living your best life right now. I am. Well, Which is to. so crazy to think. Like, amazing. I'm so proud of you. I, I felt cute today for the first time in a while with my hair and my, my new clothes that actually fit. I can't wait to see your new wigs. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to wrap up. Make sure if you're not already uh, following us on social to head over to Facebook. We're Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups. And we're on Instagram at Hey Smart Mamas and also on Twitter. 
And you can follow me at CM Alber on Instagram. Uh, Lacey, Lacey is Ms. Lacey Lynch. And Ellen is Ellen Lawletta, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I'm getting good at this. Also, follow our Instagram because we just did a big giveaway with DNA masks. Oh, yes. 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 Out, awesome. yes. And so make sure you follow us because we have more stuff up our sleeves. And so... You don't want to miss out. We had a big DNA mask giveaway and somebody got a, it was a hat, right? Yep. Yep. One of the, the super cutest cute. one. Yeah. Oh, I know it is. It's like the medical label hats that it's just adorable. I get so many compliments mm-hmm. on my hat Same. at work. Like, All day long. I went to my plastic surgeon with that hat or not with the hat, with the mask on. Cause I went from work to him and it was the one I wore into work. And he was like, Oh my God, that mask. He's like, I want to buy some for my nurses. And he was like getting on his phone while we were talking to like buy the yeah. mask. Vivian Vincent Dean, uh CRNA mom, started this company when COVID blew up, like, and there was this huge need for masks. And she created like this five-layer mask that's actually protective. It's not just like cloth or bandana. I mean, it protects you from the virus. I mean, granted, it's done N95 because it doesn't seal completely around, but it's the closest thing you're going to get without wearing an N95. They are so cute. There's so many styles. They're comfortable. They um, have pediatric ones. My whole family wears them. That's all we wear. What do you guys, your family wear them to? So yeah. I have, I got some, I got one for my husband, one for myself, one for my mother-in-law. And then uh, we actually have another one of our CRNA moms who I work with um, has been making masks. And so I've gotten some for the kids and stuff with that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, they're pretty awesome. She's pretty awesome. And she was able yes. to collaborate with us and give one of our listeners a free hat. So we'll definitely have more of that down the road. I'm excited. We also have a code if anybody wants to order. It's DNA masks and more and a huge shout out to Vivian. Yeah. DNA masks and more.com. She's done a lot of really cool things. Super creative. They just, so one of our big staples of this podcast is we ask Mac or Miller, right? Well, now they have Mac and Miller hats and masks. And I don't know if I can like not get a Miller mask. Like, I mean, I just have have to to. show my, I know I have to show my love for Miller blade everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then you so don't have to ask our, a question. It's just obvious. Exactly. Then you can we judge someone from 10 from feet away. From afar. Far away. Yes. Yeah. Is yeah. that a Mac or a Miller mask you got on? Anyways, yeah. our coupon code is PODCAST10, and you get a 10% discount on your order. Please go support Vivian and their company, DNAMasksandmore.com. Again, PODCAST10 is our coupon code. Go use it. Heck yeah. Get yourself... A Mac 3 Mac. <laughs> or a Miller 2. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Check out DNAMassandMore.com. Follow us on social. And if you haven't already, please, please, please go to our Apple podcast page on iTunes and give, leave us five-star review. And if you could leave us a little comment on how much you appreciate, that would be much obliged. Much obliged. Is that a word? Appreciate it. If you feel so obliged to leave a comment, we would really appreciate it. I there like it. Go. That's there what I was go. going for. <laughs> we love I it. told you chemo brain. It's not not right. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Oh, have have a good one. Love you. See you next time. Bye.